Welcome to Tall, Dark, and Fictional, a podcast about romance fiction by romance writers. I'm Kat Wynn. And I'm SJ Tilly. And we're back, bitches. Woohoo! We thought we were gone. Actually, I think we were only gone for like two weeks. Yeah, it hasn't been that long. Reader, it felt like a lifetime. (laughs) (laughs) Two weeks, I felt a lot longer than two weeks, but it was a good, good time. Except for you. You did not have a good time. (laughs) No, I had a a miserable time. What has been the holdup, Kat? Yeah. Oh, what what has been happening with me? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I was so like I think a few weeks ago on the podcast I was like I haven't been feeling that well and I just like checked out for a while and then I got better or I thought I did and then I just got like miserably sick last week and it was not COVID. I tested. It was just some other illness because other illness can terrorize you as well. Still um, around. Other illness is still around still as well. Around. <laughs> a big headline in my life. What I did not see coming was that other illness could also take me out, <laughs> not just COVID. So uh, glad I didn't get COVID. I'm still lucky. Uh, but uh, yeah, I have been sick. I am on the men. I'm sure you can hear it in my voice, not sounding my Sunday best here. Um, That's great. But you know what? That's why we're, we are writers, not, not speakers. We are writers. All right. So this episode, we're just going to catch up a little bit. We're going to do our usual like host update. So who wants to go first? I wrote on the outline that I'm going first, but now that I'm just talking, I feel like maybe we should switch it up a little bit. You need to, you need to give your voice a break already? Was that yeah, enough? Yeah, you know, let's, let's go back and forth. Let's go back and forth. Back and forth uh, is think, good. So I've I'll been sick, but you've been great. What have you been up to? Let's talk. I have not been sick. Um, so that's good. Uh, well, I think the biggest thing since we last spoke is that Latte Darling's out. Yay! And I missed like almost all of this, but it was huge. A huge launch. I mean, <laughs> it I was kind of missed it. You were around. Whatever. It all counts. You were there. You were there morally to support in your morally gray situation. I'm just kidding. Um, no, it was good. This was my biggest launch. It was the least stressful book release I've ever had, which is exciting. Cause I feel like every book, like, so every time I have a book launch, people are like, Oh, is this one not stressful? Cause you've done so many. I'm like, no, everyone seems to be really fucking stressful because like last one too, it was like the first in a series. And that's always stressful. Cause you're like, now it's a slightly different subgenre, different tropes. And you're like, and this one has a different trope in there as well, which I knew would be divisive for some um we'll just say it it's a very mild daddy kink okay she calls him daddy a handful a handful of times it's really it's like less than 10 um but don't worry because people will latch on right and And i will say yeah so when i was writing it i knew i knew that this was going to be a love it or hate it book um and that's proved true most people love it. Uh, most of my readers have loved it. And so that was good. And I had a lot of really good arc responses before release day, which helped to make me feel confident. Because um, people were like, and most of these people have read all my books. So this is like their eighth book of mine that they've read. And a lot of people were like, this is my favorite. So that really helped. That helped the release to feel chill. Um, I did make the mistake of reading the one one-star review I have oh, on Amazon. No. <laughs> because I was you know it's like you get all those early reviewers and so it was like a solid five star rating and then I went to go check my my actual like Kindle rating because like it's been 
doing very well in the Kindle ratings since it came out, whatever, less than a week ago. Um, and then I saw that like my average dropped down to four and a half out of five. And I was like, oh, so I'm getting some bad ones. And then I clicked on it. And then I saw there was like one one star and I made the mistake of clicking on it. And then I was like, well, now I'm here. Now I'm going to read it. And normally I, don't, I will say, thank you. I will say that this one did not affect me as much as I thought it would. And I think that's because I've, I've had in, like just overwhelmingly good responses to this book people that just fucking love it and so this person her feelings are valid don't go fucking troll her that's not what we're doing this for i mean do what you want but no, i'm just kidding don't do that um i mean like i just, just didn't agree with anything she said but she just hated it but she also hated it all the way to the very end because she talks about the ending and so i'm like well thanks for the read <laughs> <laughs> well that's that's something right so you finished it and she said that she read like the first book in the series and she's like so i was expecting more i'm like so you've read my books all right whatever that's fine i've never finished a one-star book i don't think i feel like i generally dnf i feel like by the time you finish it it's no longer a one-star book like because yeah, right because yeah i wouldn't either like yeah. and in order to do one star for me like it has to be like viscerally offensive yes yes like to be like this this is not okay not just like I didn't think there was a plot to this or this person or this. Yeah. Or, and I probably know. wouldn't rate it just like as a writer, I'm unlikely to well, give right. a that rating that because why would I do that? But yeah, as yeah. a reader, I used to occasionally. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, that's totally fair though. And that's the thing, like, right. You can do whatever you want and it's fine. I normally, that's the last one I'll read. I'm not going to read anymore if I get more bad ones, <laughs> but it was nice to then like, I get, keep getting tagged and other stuff. I'm like, let me go read something else nice about my book. And now I can forget about this person. So that kind of brought it down, our little discussion here. But no, it was a really good, it was a good release. I feel good about it. Um, it's been a good. lot of fun. Good. Yeah. Let me, okay. Well, you were doing that. <laughs> Let me tell you, well, that huge, great news was happening to you. Let me tell you what I was doing, which is totally, let's, let's pivot. Um, while I was really sick, I was really pretty unengaged with book talk and bookstagram because it was like really overwhelming me. Um, and I think because like, I don't have like, like book releases are obviously really overwhelming, but sometimes just like being on bookstagram in general or book talk can just be like a little too much content coming at me all at once. I don't, do you ever feel that way? I don't. It's but okay like, if you don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't, but I also, I feel like I don't connect with a lot of the stuff. Like I'm, I'm happy to just like scroll, check my notifications and then peace out. Like I don't, I don't get sucked yeah. into like kind of like the, the turmoil hole that a lot, of, I know a lot of people have that same experience, you know? Yeah. And, I, and you know, I don't even think it's that so much for me, although that has happened, I think occasionally as well, but it's more like the images you see are the same images over and over and over and over again, like mm -hmm. images that we both post, like images yeah. that all our friends post and like something happens to my brain where I'm like, you need to run from this. <laughs> like, I'm just like, you need to get away from this. And I think just cause I was sick. It, I don't know. I was like, I just got to like take my mind off of what I spend all my energy doing so I got okay stay with me tall dark and fictional listeners and please <laughs> let me know if you are aware of something called hashtag gay lore hashtag k lore so I have been getting into some mega Taylor Swift conspiracy theories 
on TikTok. Oh, that's what these mean. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Now I call them conspiracy theories, but they're not. They actually seem incredibly true, and I buy pretty much every single one of them, um, which is that Taylor Swift is actually bisexual, that she had a really long relationship with Carly Kloss, and that it ended really poorly, and that a lot of her songs are about, you know, Carly Kloss getting married to a Kushner and how that was like breaking her heart and everything. And Taylor Swift, I did not know this, but I learned this from a lot of bisexual TikTok, <laughs> bisexual and lesbian TikTok really popping off with the information about this, um, which is like, you know, Taylor hides a lot of Easter eggs in her albums and her music videos and the outfits she wears on her Instagram. So there's like always things to be mined so that you can like put together a full story of like who Taylor Swift really is based on what she's presenting you with. Interesting. So there's some very good evidence that Taylor Swift is bisexual, that a lot of her songs are actually about women and that some of the men she dates are probably beards um, and that she most likely did have like a love affair out in the open with Carly Kloss. And I am so here for it. I'm not even a Taylor Swift fan. And I messaged Michaela about this. Like, I feel like dead in the middle of this. I was like, she knows pop culture. And she was like, I fucking hate Taylor Swift. I was like, noted, noted. Gotcha. <laughs> Moving on. And it's like, I don't even have like feelings about her one way or the other. Like I'm a little bit too old. I feel like I didn't really fall into like the Taylor Swift fandom so much, but at just like as a writer, as somebody like you put Easter eggs in your books, right? Like I put mm-hmm. Easter eggs in my writing. Like we all kind of do these things. And I really love like the puzzle piece mystery of what makes a complete picture or portrait of an artist. Like I love that. So I think it's cool that she has this stuff integrated into like all different kinds of media too, that she's putting out and that her fans, they know, they know what's going on. So uh, I'm very convinced. So this very is I, I, I just had to Google who that Carly Kloss, Kloss is. The uh, Victoria's Secret model back in the day. She married a Kushner. Um, well, I so, just Googled it. Yeah, she's, I mean. Also, I would probably read like Taylor Carly fanfic at this point. I would probably read like a 700,000 word <laughs> fanfic about this because it's like really, it's really good. And the other thing I learned is that on, and this is as far away from book talk as I could possibly get. And this was my aim really. What, yeah. and what, what the algorithm started feeding me was celebrity gossip book talks that are based on blind, blind items. Cause there's like um, a website, I think it's called crazy days and nights.net. Don't quote me on that. I think it's what it was. I used to read it back in the day and it is a website that has all these blind items about celebrities. And it is often true. The blind items are often true. And they like eventually narc on them. Like they, they tell you who the blind item is about and people just go nuts for these. But like, I never really knew anyone else was reading this website for some reason. <laughs> like I used to read it and then I just didn't. I was like, this can't be real. Right. Am I reading trash? No, there's like a whole generation of Gen Zers who are out on TikTok with their blind items channel. They're just like talking about blind items. Like, let me tell you about the blind items I found for Harry Styles. Let me tell you about the blind items I found for fucking um, like Dev Patel or whatever. And it's always, they're always like salacious. Occasionally they're nice, but it's just like something about, I must really love like secrets. You know, I love the idea of secrets and like finding information out in in like a coded way. It does seem like the common thread here. Yeah, (laughs) no, that's interesting. Yeah, that's. uh, I mean, it's like like you say, like the secrets, the mystery, the putting it together. I mean, it's like 
all these documentaries the other night the dogs woke my husband up and like he stayed up at 3 a.m and watched the britney murphy documentary special Ooh, you know like, with all, like there. yeah and so i just made him tell me about it because i'm like well you already watched it just <laughs> sit here and tell me every point yeah, that happens w that. yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's okay interesting never heard of that other site either now i'm curious this is we all need rabbit holes. I really think this is, you know, like we always kind of so make true. jokes and I make jokes too, like, you know, in our like little group chats that we have and I'll be like, sorry, I just fell down this rabbit hole. It's fucking entertaining. It right? was saving my life last week. Did you for fun? Did. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, I think that's my thing too. When you're talking about social media and like our relationship with it, everyone has a different relationship with social media. And like mine too is like late at night, I will just go down a rabbit hole of like TikTok videos or Facebook videos or something. And it will be like, an hour and a half has gone by and I regret nothing because I've been entertained. I've laughed out loud. I've spammed all my friends with like these links. Yes. I did have <laughs> like 45 messages from you on TikTok. <laughs> and they're worth it, right? Like, oh, I, I watched them all. Yeah. Right. They're normally like four seconds long or it's yes. like the whole minute, whatever. But it's like, it's just fucking entertaining. Like, I just want to be entertained. Like, yeah, that's what I'm looking for. Sometimes it's funny. Sometimes it's not whatever. Like, yeah. And like, let me say this about, I know everyone's always harping on, oh, our attention spans are shitty blah 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 which I think is really funny because I say that about myself but like you and I are fucking novel writers like <laughs> right? such a funny thing to say about right. us but it's true right I have very short attention span here's the thing here's the plus side of that okay TikTok for instance they have found a way to disseminate information very quickly in a very fun way with vis- like for many different people there's usually caps- closed captioning on there's usually visuals along with it there's usually like cited sources there's tags like it is a way to consume material that actually gets to the point and it makes more points just by being economical with your time right and this too that's a great point and like because yeah we hear that all the time like you know like people don't have attention span they can't do this now like you know what there's more content now that's part of like the whole world wide web right is that there's more content but also you need to be good you don't get to have my attention just because you have something that's out there true. anymore it's like a writer yeah so it's like no it's not that I don't have an attention span because I will sit here and watch the four minute like slowly pan out to show me the size of the universe because it's interesting you know (laughs) where it's like some some asshole with fucking paint who did this but it looks cool you know whatever but like it needs to be interesting so just because you have something doesn't mean it deserves my attention lessons in storytelling Mm -hmm. right there be interesting that's all right let's let's bounce back to you (laughs) give me another thing that you're up to another thing i'm up to well or that you wanted to talk about yeah uh okay so then like what's next right i just did latte darling what's next is the holidays which is terrifying because we're like in september but i have finished my holiday novella and i finished my second draft of the i'm done i'm done with my part of (laughs) my holiday novella and i have sent it to my editor so i am not i'm not prepared to tell everyone the name yet because and i feel like i've talked about this before i talking easter eggs right i fucking love easter eggs i drop them in everything everything is tied together some of these details are small some of these details i don't remember and i need to like go find again um but once i tell people the title you will know exactly what the you will know exactly what this book is didn't i help you with this title like didn't i give you an idea because i had a different i had a different 
different name for this thing. Yeah. And then, but I was like, but it doesn't fit my two word title. And then you're like, well, just call it this. Duh. And I'm like, oh, fuck. I just want to make sure that you give me some credit here. I'm I will. I will. <laughs> totally kidding. I don't care. My scrolling credits that happen at the end of the book. Yeah. Just like one. <laughs> you don't look at them, they just fly by. It's just automated. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do that in my Kindle. Can you add a movie to Kindle book? That'd be great. Um, so, yeah, I'm super. This was my first time writing something short. I've never done this. I've never write, written a short story or a novella or whatever. I wasn't quite sure how it would go. Um, it was fun. I love it was that. A, it was a lot of fun and I liked it. And I, I have, we're going to get to this later. I plotted it out as I do all my books. I always have a plot. So like I just followed my notes and, the, but the notes were obviously shorter than my normal book because it was like a, novella. a set thing to what we're talking about. You'll see like, like here, here's the things that are happening. There we go. Go through it. And yeah, it was fun. It's still my writing style. It's obviously a little more Insta everything. Um, but yeah, so it's off to my editor. I'm doing double edits on this one. It'll go to another editor. I need to have my cover designer start working on this. And I have that. Yeah. So I'm, I'm super pumped. It's fun. That is exciting. I'm yeah. excited. I'm excited to read it. I'm excited to read a novella by you. Thanks. Hopefully other people. <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs> Um, I think it's great. Um, Okay. Oh, let me talk about. Let me tell you something. First of all, let me apologize for the dog snoring very loudly in the background. There is nothing I can do about that. It is a horrifying sound, but everyone's okay here. I promise. Um, there, I did do one book related thing that I'm going to talk about, um, during my illness while well, I had recovered, but you know about this, I told you. So, um, if you have been following this podcast for a while, you may or may not know that the book that I have published out with Karina Press, Partner Track, not the show on Netflix, <laughs> please stop messaging me about it. <laughs> not that about that. <laughs> Look, I wish it was that fucking show, believe me, but it's not, it's better yeah. than that show. Anyway, um, <laughs> because I wrote a book about a law firm, I may have gotten a lot of the details about a law firm in Charleston by my husband, who is a partner at a large law firm in Charleston. Okay. So I told him, don't tell your coworkers about this book because I don't want them to read it and think that I'm like, like shitting on their law firm. I'm not, I'm like, this isn't about you. It's not about your law firm. It's just like, I'm just like pulling inspiration and like information about how these things work from the primary source that I have. Right. What you know. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he's like, fine, I won't. And then the next thing I know is he's like, not, he should go into marketing because he has not told anybody, but he has teased it to like every single fucking person at that firm. (laughs) Like, he's like, oh, but I can't tell you. I can't tell you her pen name. I can't tell you the book title. I can't tell you because she won't let me. She won't let me. She won't let me. So anyway, uh, one of the partners at his firm, her husband is a very, very well-renowned nonfiction writer. So nobody I would ever encounter, (laughs) but- (laughs) whatever but because he had talked to uh the partner like this partner about me also writing i'm like those are not the same things but okay um he he did the same thing to this woman he like teased it out to her and she's like well now i gotta meet her she's like i gotta know about this so she invited us to her husband's book launch um which happened yesterday which was one of the which i was like probably 95 percent better like definitely not contagious with anything but just still tired um but also happened to be like one of the first social events I have been to in like a year which is so crazy it's a Um, a lot to take in too like yeah it was a lot yeah yes and I 
it's always, yeah, it's like you're a social person, right? Like you're yeah. an extrovert, I imagine, or yes, are you an I extrovert? Am. Yeah, I am. I'm less of an extrovert than I thought I was since 2020 because that's like now I'm like, well, I'm super comfortable here. No, that's exactly <laughs> right. Yeah. It, that's exactly what it is. It's like, I used to like get all my energy from like social events and like going out. And then I discovered writing and like writing friends. And I was like, I never need to leave the house again. Like we did it. We did it, Joe. We did it. So we're going to be the president of the United States. So I went to this event and I was, I'm not going to lie. I was dreading it because I don't really want to hang out with people necessarily. Humans. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? It ended up being good. And it was kind of interesting because the crowd that was there, there were some lawyers there. There were some people that I knew I knew from my husband's firm. And um, we did like get to talking with some of the female attorneys like about reading romance and how they read romance and how they read like Kindle Unlimited and like how they read fucking monster sex on Kindle Unlimited. And it's just, um, there's something very unifying about that. There's something that brings us together about that. And because now I've been doing it for a long time and obviously you and I talk about it on this podcast, like- I am not afraid to talk about this stuff with people now. And for a while, I like always said like, oh, I never bring it up. I don't talk to people about it. But like now I think I just do talk to people about it. And I really don't care. And that was nice. That was a nice feeling. I still did not tell anybody my pen name or the title <laughs> of the book because I'm afraid. <laughs> do yourself a favor, Kat. This is the time. No, but you lawyers, man. Audience lawyers. Read romance. Lawyer. I get it. I get it. But also we're selling <laughs> books, bitch. We are I selling know you're, books. I know. I know. And maybe I'll crack one day, but like my husband has teased it. I'm going to have to cut that out every fucking time. My husband <laughs> has teased it to people so often. And I will say one really nice thing. Um, and then I'll be done with my updates, which is uh, all the people like knew about it, uh, who he works with. Right. They all like were asking me questions about it. Like, oh, when did you become a writer? I didn't know you were a writer, blah, blah, blah. And then they were all like, we can tell he's really proud of you. And Aww. that was so sweet. <laughs> Like hard eyes cartoon face I'm like oh god but I already knew that he was really proud of me because I wouldn't be with a man who wasn't and I also learned one other thing talking about secret and coded things and mysteries what I learned is that my husband can't keep a secret but I can (laughs) (laughs) that's the lesson at the end of the day which is also tracks for just you know general general Men love gossip. Um, They do. They really do. I mean, I love gossip, obviously, but yeah. So we also have this is all stereotypical stuff, right? But like we also have like our women friend groups for the most part where we get to share all this stuff amongst ourselves. Yes. Whereas men like don't have that, so they just share it with everybody instead. Also, uh, there's reasons that women only share uh, the information amongst themselves because historically gossip has kept women safe. And that's why everyone always says gossip is bad, not because it actually is, but because patriarchy. Control. Fuck the patriarchy. (laughs) Yeah. Burn it to the goddamn ground. Right. Um, Well, that's fun. That is fun. Well, I feel like I dragged on about that. What else do you got? Your updates are much more interesting than mine. Mine's like I had it. There was a tale. There was a TikTok conspiracy I was really into. You're like, I finished the book. I launched a book. (laughs) People are like, yeah, whatever. Let me read it. I don't care otherwise. Yeah. Uh, Well, until you said something and it made me write it down because I have my little notepad here. So smart. I I do not have one. If anyone ever got a hold of like the notepads I have 
throughout my house. Like people would think I'm just like, I have no sense. Like no, nothing. First off, you can't read half of my writing. My writing is atrocious. Like not even mine too. Like I'm not even exaggerating when I say how I'm, I should post some pictures of like my notes someday of just like, this is trash. Uh, but I also have like my normal like nine to five work notes mixed in with my book notes, and it's oh, just, like, that doesn't sound like that's ever going to cause a disaster for any reason. Well, I, mean, like, I just work from home. It's just me. No one ever sees, you know. But it's just like I'm just like, what is this? What is this? Uh, the word nipple is on my page. Okay, yeah, it's definitely a book page. Yeah, monster cock eight times. <laughs> but when you're talking about like unifying people and everything else with like the book world. Um, I find such joy in this. I don't know how to say this without making it sound bad because I love every follower I get is great. And like, and getting bookstagram followers, and especially like people that have like huge accounts that follow you, it's like it's super satisfying. And then when they tag you and stuff, always nice, right? So great, and like, love it. But there is something super just like fulfilling about being followed by non-bookstagram accounts because this is someone who is like not in the romance world but they found me Mm -hmm. like they read a book they somehow found my book maybe they have a a different account maybe they just secretly go through some I don't know how they find me but they follow me because if someone follows me sorry this that's a reader I'm I'm almost always click on the account to see who they are because I'm curious because I want to see if it's like a bot or if it's whatever you know and a lot of them will be like private or it's like a personal account or whatever but they clearly are not there as a bookstagram account trying to like promote something which I love my bookstagram accounts like those are all great but it's just like it's like just like a quote normal person that like finds you like in this world and you're like "Ah, this is so fun like what are they doing here (laughs) it's funny you say that because I actually always feel like that too because like, yeah, bookstagram accounts, great. We love, obviously make, make the bookstagram world go around, but it's also like a lot of inside baseball. So mm-hmm. you feel like, oh, we all kind of know what's happening here, but just like a, a person in the wild seeking you out. Right. Like, it's like breaking that barrier of yeah. like, like peeked into like the, the bookstagram world. Cause that's too, I have a lot of friends that like have started reading my books and then they're like, I didn't know I liked romance, you know? And so now yeah. they're like, come on, like get on, get on Instagram, follow some book accounts or get on TikTok. And they're like, what is that? I'm like, just go. Go to my page, find, go to my followers list on either TikTok or Instagram and just start following the shit out of people. Like, yeah. and then you'll be there. Then you'll have a let's, book account. Um, let's shout out my personal friend. Can we do that real quick? Yeah. yeah. I meant to do that. So yes. my friend, Beth, she's in the acknowledgements of partner track. Um, her, she randomly, I had nothing to do with it. She randomly <laughs> started a bookstagram account recently because um, she was diagnosed with cancer. So she did it as a way to talk about books that she's reading while she gets her chemo treatments and you can follow her at chemo reads um and i think like that was that was like a weird exciting like barrier broken for me i was like oh my god my my friend that has nothing to do with my book is like on instagram <laughs> like in this way stuff. sorry i don't know why i brought that up now no it's perfect anyway. well this, oh it's a it's good influencer to follow yeah and ties in too. like i had another so a girl i went to high school i think we went to elementary school middle school high school together right so like from my hometown still friends on facebook and she messaged me because she's like I've, I've bought your books all along to like support you and i've always meant to read them and i just never got to it and she's like she's in the last like three weeks has binged all eight of them and now she's like joined my facebook groups where now she's found like other high school friends of ours that are like also in our group and like i'll see them commenting back and forth with each other like oh this is so much fun oh my god i (laughs) gotta say like no one from my high school would do that for me You also I, don't post all your shit all over your personal stuff. Will, no, that's where I don't. Yeah. I, I stopped using Facebook a while 
Chicago. So that's kind of a, a dead land for me. I do need to start again because I love that. I love to hear that. It's so supportive and nice it's so and like fun, warm. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's like too, like, because I'm like, well, I really appreciate that you bought them anyways, even though you were like, I just bought them to support you because she probably didn't think they were going to be good. And then now you're like surprised and love them. And now you're like into it. I'm like, here we go. You know what this is? It's, it's just, it's just like reinforcing the idea that like, you just got to get your book in front of someone. Right. That's what you got to do. And you're right. I need to let the people at the law firm know. You should. I know. It's really tough. It's really tough. It's really tough. (laughs) You'll get get those awkward questions. We all do. I already have gotten too many awkward questions. I know you have. Right. I know you (laughs) get them also. Right. Well, speaking of getting your books in front of people. So my other exclusive news here. Oh my God. TDF exclusive. TDF exclusive. Oh my God. You guys, are you ready? Are they ready? This isn't visual. So it's not like, (laughs) okay. Um, I'm doing alternate covers for all of my books. Ah, Cue crazy sounds. I would be Um, glad there's already so much background noise in my house right now. (laughs) I can't hear any of it. It's great. Just start setting off some like fireworks. Uh, yeah. So I, I have been fully on the train of I'm not ever doing alternate covers. I've had this discussion with Kat so many times where she's like, you just have to do it. And I'm like, I'm on the podcast. It. We discussed this. We did. Cause yeah. it was after we hung up, after we hung up, whatever, stopped recording that one episode. And then you're like, you need to do it. And I'm like, oh, I'll think about it. Like, <laughs> that night I was like, okay, I guess I'll do it. Let me look into this. Um, well, I've looked into it. I have a designer. Um, as of today, I have purchased the exclusive photos for all eight covers. She is going to start designing with Sleek Kitten. Once those three covers are done, I will drop them all at once. And then the same will go for the Sin series. And then the same will go for the Darling series. And then I will start doing dual cover releases because that's a fucking thing, I guess. Um, Yeah, I'm thrilled. I'm super thrilled. I'm still... Okay. It was not a hardship to scroll through (laughs) and pick these photos. I'm getting them all from one photographer, uh, which I think helps to keep them all the same vibe, same brand, you know, same appearance, same whatever. Uh, So I'm super excited about that. It made it easy to, because once our, our friend Sam sent us the website and sent us, sent me, whatever. She sent the website and I was just like fucking sold. These photos are great. And so I went through and picked out the ones I wanted. Um, Yeah. And I'm cropping all the faces. (laughs) These men will not. I love that. I'm fully here for that. The face throws me off. I'm not going to lie. In a shirtless man cover, something about the face is too, like, this might be a person you actually know. I don't want him looking at me while I'm staring at this (laughs) ass. need that i don't know what it is and this was so this was my hesitation all along and right if you've listened before you've heard me say it it's like i i i hate influencing what other people see it makes it stresses me out because we're all so particular in our tastes we're all so particular in our interpretations and for people that know and love my characters i i've like i don't want to now tell you what he looks like and even then i've been hesitant with like the six-pack abs because i make i make a point to not say that during my books because like in real life to have six-pack abs unless you're 14 is like 
very, very hard. Like even professional athletes, even my sister who was a professional athlete is currently a like trainer. She has, she kind of has six pack abs, but even then like, she's like nothing but muscle, but still like no one looks like that on a daily basis, like these covers, but I'm over myself. I'm over fighting it. I went, I'm like, as long as we're going here, we're going here. So they all have, well, you can't see the abs on all of them, but like on the hockey ones you can, cause they're all just completely shirtless and it's great. And they're fucking hot. And I'm here for it. But I cut the faces off because that too, like I have my own image in my brain, what they look like. And they're none of, none of my characters are based off of real life people. Cause that's how I always get like, who is your inspiration? I'm like, it's all from the brain pan. Same, like, same, same, same. Right. I'm like, I could see someone there's occasionally I'll like come across like a model or someone on Instagram and be like, Oh shit, that looks a lot like the person I have imagined for this, you know, but it's never perfect. It's never exact. Never. No, no. So like, I can't do the face. Cause then it's like, you're dealing with eye color and hair color. There's already enough tattoo removal and adding that might designer is going to have to do <laughs> to yeah. these photos yeah, yeah that's them, true to get them right that like i can't i just fucking can't so the faces are gone but i like that too and i love those covers like other people do this obviously i'm not the first person that there's more like of an abstract look about those covers too and i know there's like probably lots of conversation to be had about like headless bodies being very objectifying <laughs> and fucked up Isn't the whole whatever thing whatever fine mm-hmm. i get it but like on the other hand like you're saying it allows your imagination to fill in the gaps and right. to do its own job that, that you as a writer are trying to get the reader to do so and then people can have their choice because i love my covers i love my original covers they're my design inspiration my designer who I've worked with from the beginning I think they're beautiful and lovely but now people have choices and fuck everyone that's been shitting on my covers because y'all suck but I get it I've heard it I've read enough shitty comments of people say they hate whatever fuck off so now you have options if you don't want this if you don't want the mitten cover you can get the Hawkeye cover or whatever we're calling them I don't know what the term is but yeah Hawkeye cover perfect yeah, right you can get it. it it's a veil yeah you can have both they're gonna be they're gonna be great and so I am also keeping with I'm sending all my books to my designer so she can have the colors, have the inspiration, have the whatever. So the color theme will match book to book. Obviously, there's going to be a very different vibe, but like color theme will match. There will still be some sort of thread of pink involved, the Tilly pink. Um, I'm super excited. I have no idea on timeline. So I don't okay. know how long it takes. You will give this- real. You will give real announcements. I will. Like, this is exclusive announcements for podcast listeners because we know you guys are like the hardcore real yeah. ones. The real MVP. I'm, not, I'm not saying this anywhere else. I'm not right. posting about this. Uh, once she starts and I have a somewhat timeline, I'll, I'll announce something. But this is just, this is a friends and family discount. This is That's- friends and family. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> Except I'm, none I'm- of my friends or my family listen to this podcast. <laughs> oh, better um, be listening. Just kidding. Um, you know, yeah. I was... Uh, Uh, We were talking about covers and like covers are such a funny thing because they message so much and I didn't really get like a ton of input on my cover and I've definitely gotten shit for my cover too. But also um, I kind of was like, that's fine. (laughs) Like covers are very on on trend though, you know, and like there will be more covers to come. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. This stuff fine. It's fine, guys. It's fine. Like and I know, are- yes, I know that the dog breed is incorrect on the cover. I know. For the person who said she like took away like a, like a star or something for that, oh absolutely God. fuck you. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's a shit we don't need feedback on. Yeah. I know. Actually, I'm kidding. Well, no, I'm not kidding about that. I have a right to be angry about that. That was just yeah. like so beyond to me. I was like, how dare you? But whatever. It's fine. Especially as someone who works with a publisher when you don't get a, like any that much real say. say, you know, where you're I like, won't okay. explain why the read. Oh, my dogs are snoring and sneezing in the background. <laughs> I won't, I won't I explain wanna. why the dog breed is incorrect. Um, just know that I knew it was incorrect and I, I'm just not going to explain why, but I personally didn't feel like I had a better choice. So mm-hmm. that's why it's incorrect. And I will not apologize for anything. Not well, this, this too is where we get into the details. So this like, and I've talked to death about this with, with you and our, our sprint team, like with like the, the tattoos and such uh for the the photos i've picked like the amount of tattoos on these guys is kind of astounding like <laughs> some of them are very specific right and one Always. of them that i'm that i have to have my designer remove is because it's like for an actual hockey team that's not my hockey team that <laughs> like, is I'm like, so funny like that can't be there like some of the other ones so there's like another another book cover i'm not gonna say what one it is because hopefully people won't notice if it doesn't work out but like where there's like some tattoos on him and he doesn't have tattoos in the book or I just, maybe he does and I just don't say it. But so I'm like those, if we can't get rid of those, I'm not as concerned about it. Cause whatever. But like that one needs to go. Cause it's like an actual it ruins real life. The universe <laughs> of, yeah, of your, <laughs> right. of the characters. And, so yeah. we can't do and that. Not the hockey team he's ever played on. Right. So it kind of, right. But there, I think some details need to slide on covers. So something think, like, and they like do the all the time. Yeah. Like a, this, there are certain ones, there are certain details that do drive me nuts when, like a hair color is completely wrong or saying the character's plus size and it's a thin person or the right. whitewashing of course those are right. all yeah there are definitely those details are all, those are all problems capital p yeah yeah but there but then there's a line where it's no longer because that's that's right. something too i had to like when i'm looking at these photos i'm like i'm just trying to find someone that has the aesthetic the vibe that i'm going for he might be a little thinner than i was thinking in my mind but whatever whatever you know like because guess what we're just people right we cannot create content out of thin air <laughs> like we have to right. pull it from every everything costs money everything's time all that so yeah all you're doing and i think you're doing a remarkable job thanks you're welcome i'm excited for these it's gonna be fun it's gonna my bookshelves are gonna be twice as full now so there's I'm that. Excited. I'm actually, you know what? I'm not going to lie to you. I've always liked your covers. I've always said that. I always thought they were very original. I like that you had original art on them. I like that you designed them with your designer yourself. But I am pretty excited to Me too. have a few shirtless man cut. Co- I'm not going to lie. I'm like kind of no. excited about that. I feel like I, my, my bookshelf could use more of that representation in general. So Right. Well, and now that I have the photos, I'm, I'm stoked. Like yeah. when I decided to do it, I was like, okay. And then it was like kind of the slow start to look for them. And then I was like, oh, this is going to be fucking painful to like find one. And then once I found that website, I was like, oh shit. And then like, you I needed picked your out. world opened up a little bit so that you could really understand the scope of yeah. what you were doing. This is the right time. Yes. It's not, it's, it's not ideal to do eight at once. Um, but that's your style at this point. <laughs> it really is. I mean, originally I published five books at once, so I had to pay for five, everything at once. And now I'm paying for eight covers at once, whatever, you know, you just, you live and learn. I'm and you learning. change your mind sometimes, like you said. You do. You do. And that's so. okay. And that's good. Sometimes it's okay to change your mind. <laughs> um, let's. Okay. So those are, are those all our updates? That's all my updates. That's all my updates. Let's, um, we're going to do a tiny little two more. No, we have three short kind of segments. That sounds like a lot, but it's pretty short. Uh, let's <laughs> do a real quick moment where we talk about, we're going to do like a writing tip for the week. So do you want to give your writing tip first or do you want me no. to give my writing tip? 
I haven't decided on mine yet. You oh, go okay, first. Okay. okay. So I'm going to give a quick writing tip for this week. And this is reflective on what I've been going through because I've been feeling like shit. So my tip is this. Um, you can write a lot at any time if you write really, really badly. And that's fine. That's my tip for this week. That was not long enough. I thought I had more time. Okay. That's it. <laughs> hey, I am. I've been watching a lot of TikTok. I'm trying to be concise. <laughs> Here's your four second update. Yeah. Um, oh, fuck. Uh, okay. Well, so my, mine and Kat was like, you need more than this. And so, but yours was short. So this is, I expected more from you. <laughs> you said that I needed more. I could more. give more, but I think, I think you need to keep it short. Okay. I know okay. this is, I know this challenging because I know you're. <laughs> this is not my thing. This is not but my I, jam. Okay. I believe in you. This, this is my struggle, listeners. This is my struggle right now is because I'm trying to be accepting of everyone's creative process. And I, I am trying to work on myself and grow as a human and not tell people what to do, which is really hard for me. It's okay. I, but this is a tip so you can. Yeah. But I get But keep going. Sorry. Not- so, so I wanted my tip to be like work on plotting before you start. But oh, that's, that, that's okay. But I also know that there's a lot of people that don't write that way and they're very successful at writing without, without a plot and they just start and go. Um, that's not how my brain works. So I'm all for the working on the plotting, writing it down. So that's the thing too, write it down. And also, I guess the biggest tip ever when it comes to a plot, if you have an idea, write it the fuck down like that second. That's, because That's it right there. I can't tell you how many times I've like been so close to sleep and I'm like, oh, that's a good idea. I'll write it down in the morning. And you don't remember it. You do not, you do not remember. It's not going to happen. You need to write it down. You need to wake yourself up, write it down. And by write it down, I'm going to type it on your fucking phone obviously yeah <laughs> pick up your quill and your parchment <laughs> and your like your like light your candle next to your bed <laughs> i think that would be on your phone. that was a perfect tip okay thank you okay let's <laughs> i think you did great especially under pressure um okay like next thing is what have we been reading watching and consuming Ooh. do you want to go okay. first i'm gonna go first so watching i don't we have not been watching much TV, and I say we because like I mostly only watch it with with Mr. Tilly uh, when we're eating dinner. Otherwise, I'm reading or fucking around. Um, but we have finished our rewatch of Superstore. I will stand that series. So Very anti-capitalist, right? It is, yeah, it's so good. The characters are great. So if you're not familiar, it's basically everyone working in like a Walmart, but it's called Cloud Nine, and it several it's seasons. Hilarious. It's hilarious. The characters are fucking funny. It's Thirty minute episodes. It's hilarious, but they also do not shy away from like topics, like any topic. You know, like it's a very diverse cast. Um, the problems they deal with are diverse. Um, and they address the pandemic because it was on and they're, they were filming when the pandemic happened and they address retail in the pandemic. And when I tell you that I cry in that show, like, every, like the first time I watched it, it was, it was probably a year ago whenever we first watched it, I guess. I don't know. Um, and it was like still right in the, the, the heart of it. And it's like these people are dealing with these problems and like parts are funny, you know, because they're like showing disgusting things that customers do. But like, I would like just be like crying while watching it because it's so like, we're all still so in like this trauma state that I think we kind of forget that we're in until something like reminds us that like things are really fucked up, like mm-hmm. way more fucked mm-hmm. up than they were like in t- early 2020 before we realized that the world was going to shit. Anyways, that's going on a tangent. So very good. And they, they end the show super well. Cause so many, so many sitcoms, especially like just drag on 
right and like people from the cast start dropping off and like they just like you know the whole jump the shark idea they don't do that in this they tie it up well like everything gets gets put together people get there happily ever after but they still deal well with like retail shutting down in the pandemic i don't know it's just super great so we finished watching that and then we started watching barry which if you've listened to other episodes you've heard cat talk to death about this show (laughs) it's great it's super funny it's the dark humor it's Oh my God. What's his name? Uh, Bill Hader. Bill Hader. There we go. Who plays, he's, he's an assassin who goes on a job and then follows his mark to an acting class and decides that this is just what he wants to do. And he's terrible at acting, which is like, I think like, but the he's pinnacle... too. sorry, that's, that's a running joke. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I think the pinnacle of like a good actor is a good actor acting poorly on purpose, like, or not, you know, like, yeah. how do I explain that? Right. But it's like, where he does such a good job of being a bad actor. Yeah. But you know that that takes skill to do that when you're actually a good actor. And it's just like, it's so funny. It's like inception levels of acting. Right. (laughs) And I love assassin stuff, right? If you know anything about me, you know that I love my assassin novels, my like thriller series. I love like those sort of movies as well. Um, And I think he's great for that too, because he's very normal looking, you know, like, and that's kind of the thing. Every main, you know, orphan X, the gray man, whatever, they always talk about like a guy that you'd forget what he looks like, you know, and he has just kind of that face. And so I'm like, he fits, he fits perfect. It's great. I love it. Well cast. I mean, the whole thing is like a Bill Hader joint. I'm going to spoil or something from the first episode. If you haven't watched, like skip over 15 seconds, my favorite part in that first episode. And I think that first episode is a fucking masterpiece. I've said this before is when, Bill Hader finds out he decides not to murder a mark. He like makes the decision not to do it. Right. And he is about to get gunned down by the people who hired him because they're like, he turned on us. And so we're going to fucking kill him. And, but he sees them from afar and the guy's trying to load his gun. Cause he's like sloppy. And Bill Hader is just walking towards him. No fear gun in his hand. And he's saying, don't do it, man. Don't pick up that gun, man. Don't pick up that gun. And he's just saying it in this way that like, a dad would say like put the like put the put that head like glass filled all the way to the brim down don't put that don't bring that to the living room <laughs> the way he's saying it and then he fucking because he's like a masterful assassin just like kills just it up. everyone in the car yeah and then drops the gun walks away and of course the whole thing is like he's just some white unassuming looking white man nobody's stopping him right he's just walking away he's using his hetero cis white male privilege to just assassin it's very true but just like the way he delivers don't pick up that gun man don't do it don't pick up that gun he's just so like ah come on guy come on man like the way he's talking it's so good you had to do it no it's good it's it is great and for someone who is such a fan of assassin anything he's he does a very good job i highly approve i'm glad you started watching it we can talk about it more yes uh and what am i reading okay so i started reading today i'm just gonna go with today because we don't want you don't want to hear everything i know you read a lot and i haven't actually recently uh because normally i'm like just like read tiny little bits here and there but like now that i'm like not writing anything i'm taking a little tiny hiatus and by hiatus i mean like until the end of next week um between writing projects because we're going on vacation in a couple days and we're gonna be gone for 10 days and i'm bringing my laptop with but i don't plan on starting my next you're an addict but yeah i'm just (laughs) i'm just working on my outline yeah and that outline is sleep for by the by anyways um so i read like a fucking ton of michelle heard uh mafia books she has several and i think i've read all of them 
in the past couple weeks. They're great. Just binge them. Um, but right now, I think it just came out like two days ago. I'm reading Seeing Sound by Albany Walker. This is a, I think it's a Y choose. Right now there's only two guys, but I feel like the there's a third that's going to come in here because I'm only like... 30% or something like that. Um, paranormal. I think it's paranormal. It, it's got to be of some love sort of paranormal. paranormal. Why choose? That's like kind of the only way I like it. I love it. I love it. So Albany Walker, I fucking love her. I follow her on all the social media. Go find her. It's it's spelled just how it sounds. Um, yeah, and she starts like, she's like replied to some of my comments. She follows me back on TikTok. And that's the sort of shit that I'm just like, ah, I'm fangirling so hard. <laughs> So like put a smiley face on one of my things. I'm like, oh my god, we're friends. We're friends now. I count her as a friend. Sorry. (laughs) It's fine. Um, but she is an author and I'm I'm terrible with with names. I'd have to go like pull it up to find the other series of hers that I've read, but like that will pull you in. So like if you're interested in trying one of hers, this is a college age. And so what it is too is I mean you get all this from the back. This girl, woman, college. 20, I don't know how old she is, 1920, whatever, starting college. And it opens, the opening scene is her in a psychiatric facility of some sort because she hears voices. And her parents, she has good parents, but like they've put her back in because like she keeps, she's heard these voices for years and years and years. And so she finally decides that she's like, I'm just going to pretend the medication's working that I can't hear the voices anymore because I want to, I want to go to college. I want to live my life. I'm just gonna, I'm just going to deal with it. Like I just have to do this. And so she moves from like California to Michigan to start her school year. She has like her own house. Like her parents are fucking loaded. She doesn't want to live in the dorms, stays there. Of course, meets this hot guy. As soon as he opens his mouth and talks to her, she like freaks out because it's the same voice. One of the voices she's been hearing in her head. And then like another guy who's like this guy's brother and then one of their friends. And she's like, feels like she's losing her mind. Cause she's like, what's like, these are the voices I've been hearing. Like, but then she's like, I, I must be am i am i slipping am i actually crazy what's happening what's going on you know so she's like having her own little panics and they're like what's wrong with her like you know like so i don't know where this is going i don't know it's a compelling premise it's so cool and like and anything she writes i'm gonna fucking read anyways but like as soon as i saw i'm like oh i can't wait and so today i was gonna be super productive and organize that closet like i posted on instagram i did not do that i read all day i haven't touched it (laughs) just like i don't even care i just want to read this i want to know where this is going it's so compelling, so cool, so well done. That's all I'm going to say. So Love it. Me too. Um, <laughs> I'll do mine. Let's see. I actually, okay, I had the dog snoring in the background again. I'm sorry. Um, okay, I have been consuming a lot of stuff. It's mostly been TV stuff. I'll just talk about two things. One, I uh, watched the first season of this show called Single Drunk Female. Have you heard of this? I think it's a freeform show. It's on Hulu, though. I've heard of it. I have not seen it. Okay, yeah. It's about, like, a I don't know if she's pansexual or bisexual, like, mid-late 20s woman who um, is sober. So, like, uh, you know, they don't... She's sober. I think Anyway, she's in, like, a program. She's getting sober. She loses her, like, fancy New York writing job, and she has to move back to her, like, hometown. And I normally probably wouldn't watch a show like this, but I will say I think it's really funny. It's really well done. I think that the main character is like extremely likable, despite her being like a nightmare of a person, kind of. But she's like not so much of a nightmare. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like yeah, yeah. you really have to 
walk a fine line like to to keep people with you like i think you have to have like characters who are like okay here's what it is when people (laughs) are like i'm writing like a um like a nightmare hot mess character just at some point i'm like this is just contrived for you to keep coming up with conflict and i don't always want the conflict coming from the characters making bad choices i want the conflict coming from making good choices too right like because you need to see growth like a character can be a hot mess and but you still need to see growth and i don't like it when we kind of we take growth or we take like conflict and like continuing a story over character growth but anyway so that's good and i recommend it unless you're triggered by like drinking stuff don't watch it um the other thing is i started a show there's only three episodes so far it's an fx show called the patient with Um, steve Carell. are you i've seen the previews for this is it as good as it looks the marketing is so good i mean i saw like one they really killed it with the marketing i saw one like 10 second tiktok ad and i was like oh i should watch that now and i would (laughs) never watch a show like this normally um i'll say one thing about it i think the pacing is a little too slow because i think they're kind of like some of it feels like they're really drawn it out too much right like too much and to me it feels like cheap it's gimmicky in that way but other than that i feel like it's really well done i posted this to my instagram story but the patient in the show and this is not a spoiler because this is in all the advertisements he wears sunglasses to like i'm literally talking to sj with sunglasses on right now at this moment he wears sunglasses (laughs) to an appointment and he says i'm sorry i have to wear these sunglasses my eyes are really sensitive to light it's like it's like a brain thing or he says it's like it's like a medical condition or whatever and i was like oh my god i can't believe i'm seeing this reference presentation on tv i've never seen this before like because this is me like i truly have been to a neurologist i've had lots of issues with like light in my eyes i don't know what it is it started in my 30s it's horrible i hate it but yes sometimes i wear sunglasses at night i have like really like crazy looking migraine sunglasses i wear almost all the time sometimes i have to switch it up because sometimes different things work but anyway five seconds later it's like oh he's a serial killer i'm like well there you go (laughs) so anyway representation matters (laughs) (laughs) I will say this. um, The reason he's wearing sunglasses is because he's hiding his identity to some degree. So it's not because he actually has this issue. But I do want to say, like, be careful when you're writing to be mindful of giving people disabilities that you associate with immoral people or bad things or like, like mental disorders, because I think people are really prone to doing that. Like the villain, for instance, will be fat. That's a thing, right? right? Like, or bald or have bad teeth or something. And I'm like, like that's not how we should be doing stuff right so like a serial killer doesn't necessarily like is wearing sunglasses you know inside or whatever I'm like I don't really think that's fair representation so yeah. I little feel on that yay for me because all of my female villains are skinny bitches I think that's fine <laughs> oh I think it's fine too yeah. fuck them just kidding and if anyone has a problem with that I just want to say like because we value okay let me take a really quick moment I wasn't gonna do this on this podcast but let's take a really quick moment if you you are a person living in America and you have not yet done the work to unravel your hold on fat phobia or why you value thinness, then you need to do that now because we value thinness in America because of white supremacy. And there are direct ties to this. Look up a book by Sabrina Strings. I can't remember the title of it right now, but she's a PhD, I think at like Harvard or something, a black woman who did research on this very thing about white supremacy and fat phobia and like the desire to be thin in America. And hopefully it will help you to uncouple the idea that being thin is good and beautiful and correct and being anything else is not. 
Anyway. I have read about this and I was just, I don't know if, if you follow, it's just called impact. I think on Instagram, I don't follow that, like, but you have sent me things. Before. Yeah. And they like just had a post today, yesterday where it was like, check your privilege. And it was like, you swipe through to all the different types of privilege. Obviously we know about white privilege and there was like, you know, uh, heterosexual privilege and cis privilege. And then so. like, just being like a general male privilege, you know, and especially like cis white male privilege. I mean, obviously, but one of them too was thin privilege. And I was like, yeah. that's interesting because it's like something we all, I know, but like seeing it written down too. I'm like, yeah, because it's like people that are fat or lazy or people that are this or that, or if you're thin and you're an, an executive, like you're somehow better than the fat executive, you know? And it's just like, why? I mean, it's just fucking bizarre. So there is real political, um, there is real like societal and political uh, disadvantages to being in any other body that is not thin. Right. Like, and, and this goes back to eugenics. I mean, like the idea that all bodies need to be the same and that only some bodies are good bodies. Like just please educate yourself on these things. I'll say one other thing about this. I didn't mean to get into this topic, but we're going to say it anyway. I had an eating disorder for a while, like a long time. I grew up in a family that like really valued thinness and everyone had an eating disorder in my family, orthorexia, all that stuff, right? The way I got over my eating disorder and the only way I would say even to this day that I am able to not fall back into it is by understanding that my desire for thinness is directly tied to white supremacy. And that really puts it in a good perspective for me. It's like, It's like, I'm not doing anything good for my body by being 20 pounds lighter. I'm not doing anything good for my body by uh, restricting what I eat, controlling what I eat, calling some some food good, some food bad. I'm not. None of that is true. All of that is marketing for white supremacy. So please, please educate yourself on that. How do you argue against, you know, that? I mean, right? Like, you're just like, well, that's, it's fucking garbage. So Your body is good. And you know, white supremacy is just a mechanism of capitalism. That's all it is. (laughs) So Circle back to capitalism. Fuck capitalism. (laughs) Fuck the patriarchy. One of the ways that capitalism is performed is through white supremacy. Yeah. You can't exploit certain groups if you don't undervalue other groups. So anyway. um, Four seconds of looking at our government so why was that. i talking about this because of disability representation <laughs> on tv <laughs> this is one of those spirals that's a good spiral yeah. anyway so yep. i don't know the title off the top of my head she also did an episode on a podcast called food psych you should look it up please educate yourself please decouple the idea of thinness and goodness and also to say yes your villains can absolutely be thin people because thin people have the privilege of being looked at as inherently good or as just getting many different roles to play and we don't attribute anything you know negative to their bodies because they're thin so we just think oh if they're like a bad person that's a one-off whereas if someone is in you know missing teeth or whatever the other thing might be we will mm-hmm. attribute it to, the, to those things i don't know why i was ranting about that okay so anyway <laughs> a little it's all good information if yeah. you guys have a problem with that by the way then you should not be listening to this podcast yeah, well obviously <laughs> okay so what i've been reading i've been reading an arc that i got of a really good friend of ours sl astor uh i believe she's under sl astor rights is that her i will confirm as you talk okay and we'll put it in the show notes also but uh her debut novel the hope of you is coming out at the end of this month i think it's september 27th is the release date i started that book i haven't gotten very 
far because I am, was sick. Like I'm saying, it's been a rough time. Um, been a rough couple of months for me, but she is a beautiful writer. So please pre-order that book. Or if you're listening to this by the time it's already out, like definitely pick up her book. And it is sl.aster, A-S-T-O-R dot rice. Perfect. Go follow. Yay. All right. Um, that's all. Oh, wow. We are going long. You know what? That's fine. I feel okay. I feel Every time. <laughs> Let's just do a 30 minute episode. We're just going to talk about what we're doing. And here we're a minute or an hour and two minutes in. I have two. I'm like, my voice won't last. And my voice doesn't sound great. Let's be honest. <laughs> but I'm ready. I have two this or that's for you. I only have two. Okay. So I cannot think of any more. That's we've done so many. That's fine. I haven't done any. I didn't think of any. Well, then Let's I'm not. Okay. Let's close this, this out. Or with that. There. Would you rather have a temporary tattoo on your face for a funeral or for a job interview? Oh God, my answer for this is so annoying and I'm going to say it. Um, I would do either because you're going to hate me for this answer because (laughs) the idea that we can't have tattoos on our faces is colonialism and also again, tied to white supremacy and also again, tied to capitalism. So (laughs) there's nothing inherently wrong or bad with tattoos on your face. So I guess I would be fine with either of them. Of course, it would be strange for me, probably like just a white person, but who cares? I guess I I was picturing something like really embarrassing, not so much like like a dick or something. Right. Yeah. Like something really inappropriate. I should have been more specific, like a cartoon. Okay. If it's something like that, yeah. I would say probably like probably a funeral. Yeah. We need a little levity in funerals. Know, so they we don't care. care. Yeah. yeah. Right? <laughs> we do do. Yeah, that seems like well, how desperately do I need this job? That seems like a good way to test your job. I always employer. just assume you desperately need a job if you're going on like you know what I mean? I just yeah, assume most people desperately of, need a job. Every job interview I've been on for the past like decade has been like because of some random circumstance. So I have another job and I'm just going to this one to like right. see if it's better. So that seems but like a good time. That's not generally the case. Right, this is true. Yeah, the funeral seems like a good one. Why not? <laughs> it's no wrong like, answer, really. <laughs> dick coming right in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ask me about it. I dare you. Okay. Yeah. yeah, right. Talking about covers. Would you have, would you prefer to have a very distinct male nipple on a cover or a male <laughs> butt crack? <laughs> oh my God. I've seen both examples while searching for photos in the I feel like, industry. I feel I'm, like, go ahead. I, <laughs> I feel like both could actually be well done. We can, well done. we can both be poorly done because right. I don't get the choice here, right? Like I gotta. Right. I you mean, have to assume it's poorly done because obviously every yeah. shirtless man has a nipple on the cover, and I don't mind that. But I've seen some where like it's just like it seems like the focus. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like for some reason it gets weird. Um, right. Same with the I butt feel crack. Like the, safe, the safe answer here is nipple, but I'm gonna go butt crack. <laughs> <laughs> Did you care to explain or no? I think because. I think because I I just feel like you could be more artistic that way. And that would be interesting. That's a more interesting image, you know, and one you see less of, I think, generally. This is true. Yeah. What do you think? I did see some really good butts in the pictures <laughs> that I was looking at. And some of them, like, they had, like, especially the sports one, they were in, like, sports pants. And, like, it's a good butt. But it's, like, a low pant. And you're getting, like, an inch of crack. And I'm like, I don't understand. I don't understand why this is here. This feels very, like, male-male romance. Right. It did. It, yeah. And that's what and that's because I was looking at one but it was like because then you have the back turned and so it does it does read that way and but then I was like so it could I mean it could work for that but if you're yeah, not going then that would be good whatever I mean is that good. what you're going with yeah let's do it let's get those peaches on the covers you heard it here first <laughs> <laughs> also I did not choose that for my photo sorry not no, this one not on these not on these ones yeah if the if the messaging calls for it though oh yeah sure why not 
Um, well, we did it. We done did. We're good. You're good at rapid fire. You're always like, I don't know what to do. You do a good job. And you came up with those very quickly. <laughs> Two. And that's where it ended. At that that's point, all I was like, I'm done. I can't. We're an hour in. We are good to go. <laughs> um, so if you like this and you like this podcast and you like us, you can follow us on Instagram at tall, dark, fictional. That's tall, dark and fiction. That's tall, dark, fictional with no and. We are over 666 followers, which I know is like a small yeah. amount, but also a huge amount. That is. It's a lot of people. Yeah. This was... So someone, I was watching something, sorry, tangent again, where it was a creator talking about creating and they're like, you know what? We see stuff and you see like, you're like, I only have a hundred views on this. And like, you feel like that's really small. But like, if you were put in a room with a hundred people and they were all staring at you and listening to what you were doing, that's, that's quite a bit, you know, like, obviously, you know, we, then we get bombarded with these people that have like 50,000 viewers, you know, like, but like that. It's all people. You're you're sharing content. You're doing good. It just takes one. Yeah, right. Um, what were we talking where, about? Where can we find you, SJ? <laughs> <laughs> On those social medias. So I'm Instagram at SJ Tilly author. I changed my TikTok handle to be SJ Tilly author. I think it's like I added the author to it because. I think I hadn't even realized it until last time we were talking. You're like, oh, it doesn't have in your handle. I'm like, oh, I should probably do that. Yeah, gotta have so some brand unity here. Yeah, I don't ever go on Twitter. That's still true. Um, and then Facebook. So find me on Facebook. I have an author page, just SJ Tilly dash author. Find my beanbag group. It's the beanbag book club and SJ Tilly reader group. Join that. I have one. It doesn't tell me the exact count anymore. I don't know how to find that, but it's 1.1,000 people are in my group. So that's pretty also an cool. overwhelming number. If you really think about it, don't think about it. Just post. <laughs> <laughs> just join the group it's fun <laughs> um you can find me i'm cat win i'm sorry you can find me Are on most platform i took me a second there i really think i've been using my like real name so much like recently and i think for a while i've been using like only my pen name to the point yeah. where i've like internalized it <laughs> which I, I have. let me tell you i have to do a work presentation like for like the whole company and when i like sat down to give it to my boss and i was like yeah and i'm it's I'm I'm not SJ Tilly. You're like, who am I? I who am I in this world? <laughs> I never introduced myself other than that. And I'm like, oh fuck. Oh fuck. Who am I? What's my name? Oh. That's exactly how I felt when I was introducing <laughs> myself to people. But you can find me at Catwin Author on most platforms. Um, and you can follow me there. You can send me a message if you like. And you can also um, order my debut novel, Partner Track, not the Netflix show, but the one by me, Catwin, if you like a really super spicy, smutty, lawyer-based rom-com. And who doesn't like that? With an incorrect yeah. breed of dog on the cover. Hope you're okay with that, y'all. Um, <laughs> but anyway, SJ, this has been fun. I'm so glad we did it. I feel like I sound better now than I did. Me too. Yeah, no, maybe not. You had to work your vocal cords. Get them Get them warmed up been rough um but anyway uh to the listener thanks for coming and that's it i remember someone so bright then i was really trying not to cry then i was really hugging you goodbye then you can have my empathy when i'm dead Play the shit and listen to what I